0: Hello and welcome to the Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Brie James.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Mag Parents Podcast the podcast for parents who agree that having a child is like having a little broke best friend who thinks that you're rich. I'm Bree James and today's episode is all about preparing your child for school success for both you and of course your child too. Life is full of transitions you know you've got high school to uni, primary school to high school but arguably one of the most important ones is a transition of starting school for the very first time. So your child is suddenly introduced to a completely different environment with new children, a new teacher and new things to learn, leading many parents to wonder if the little one is ready for it and rightly so. Uh, so we've got lo- we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about prepping for school success. We've also got some great things in the weird, the wacky and the wonderful of parenting. We've got a great tip of the month for you and a give it a go challenge. So let's get into today's show. We're talking about Prepping for School Success. So, today's guest is Julie Dorr, and she is the author of Prepping for School Success, which is a book that is all about preparing and thriving in the early years. She is passionate about helping children and parents be better prepared for school and has been a teacher for over 14 years. So, let's get her in the studio.
0: It's time to get to class.
2: So, tell me, what is your book about? Well I think it's just a whole lot of practical tips and tricks for parents so they can actually use these things um, pretty much from birth right up into the early primary years um, to make them it is called prepping for school success but I think at home as well as at school let them be successful let them be happy and also for the parents. To be a lot more happy and successful in their role as parents
1: because it is a big transition going to prep you know leaving the home going to big school yes so tell me some of the insights then so what do parents need to know to be better prepared to get their child starting school
2: cool so i guess a lot of the things i've found which i've kind of made into chapters of the book um so basic things like what school is like these days and how to communicate with the teachers and Um, How to pick the right school and how to talk with other parents. Just a lot of things that I guess you kind of learn by trial and error. And I wish I didn't have to learn some of those things by trial and error. Uh, Routines, getting kids into good morning and night routines. Um, So yeah, a lot of chapters, there's social skills, emotional development. Um, Chapters on literacy and numeracy, just those early skills that you wish they had before they got to kindy and prep and basic things like just talking to them all the time and reading to them just to have those skills before they get to school. Um, I guess what do parents need to know before they get to school? Some things I didn't think of until I was on the parent side was getting their eyes and ears tested before they get to school, not waiting, wasting a term or two and letting the teacher let me know that You know what? They're not hearing these sounds, or they're not—they can't see the board. And I've already wasted however many terms. Just do that before kindy, or do that before prep. Just rule out those things, just to make it a bit easier on them. Um, Things you can also do, like check out developmental milestones list, but don't use it as "Oh my god, my kid has to be doing all of these things." And if they're not, what's wrong with them? But just as a bit of a guide to see, okay, they're doing most of these things. Awesome, they they're on the right track or wow there's a few of these things they're two years behind what they should be doing and that that is a bit of a concern and don't wait for them to get to the kindy or prep to have those things checked out because obviously in the early years it's the earlier you can get in the more you can do about I mean like their speech um, their movement a lot of those things if you have concerns with them can be corrected with speech therapy or occupational therapy before they get to school and it's often very hard for them to unlearn things that they've done along the way that they've been doing incorrectly um yeah i guess um as a parent there's a lot of do's and don'ts from a parent perspective from a teacher perspective what things are going to work well at school some i guess some ways to talk to the teachers what other kind of things so meal prep i just found going from at home mum or working mum to school mum was a whole lot different getting into school lunches and meals and then doing after school activities like i just i'm a pretty organized ocd kind of person but yeah it's pretty crazy all these things and meal prep was a huge lifesaver for us so i talk about ways to do that as well um I guess no matter where you are, looking at what kindy or what school you want to get your child into, if you have your heart set on a certain school or kindy, um, get in early, check out what their enrollment process is. Is it first in, best dressed, and you have to have your child enrolled since they're one? Or is it does it just go on catchment where you live? Or do you, if you want to get them into a Catholic school, do you have to be Catholic? Maybe you actually have to have your child baptized before they enroll. So. I guess there's a lot of things we need to think about before, yeah, they get to school. So much.
1: This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, ten-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. I think it's going to be pretty easy to answer, which is why do you think parents and children both struggle uh, to be prepared when it's school time?
2: I think, and we notice it year after year, and whether it's the child or the parents, some of the things like parents just don't think it's a big deal. Like it's kindy, it's prep, whatever. Like it's not going to matter what their job is at the end of the day. Like they don't have to get straight A's in kindy or prep, but for their child, it is a big deal. Like it's a big transition for them going into kindy, going into prep. Um, and I think sometimes they need to see it from the child's perspective like I'm in this new big place with all these new people and I'm going to be here a lot of the hours of my day and yeah just to be better prepared for it um, sometimes parents think why do I need to be teaching them these things they're going to learn all this stuff at school and kindy like I don't need to teach them reading or writing or even basics like manners." They'll learn all that along the way. (laughs) Washing your hands. Ah, Yes, the teacher will teach them all that, yeah. um, Yeah, so I just think there's a lot of things, um, just basic things that they can be doing every day with them that they're not difficult, that would just make that transition for their child a whole lot easier. Um, You see parents that try to be their child's friend and I guess that's a really hard one where they come to kindy or they come to prep or they come to school and it's the first time somebody's told them no or they can't do that right now, or they have to sit here, or they don't get to be first in line, and things like that can be very stressful to a child that's always done just whatever they want and not been ever told to sit down, or, yeah, so I think kids can struggle with that. Um, Some of the stuff they, parents generally just don't know, like, they didn't know they had to now be teaching their child how to read when readers get sent home or um, they didn't know it was such a big deal of whatever they put in their child's lunchbox or in the teacher would be letting them know about that. So just, yeah, I think it's a lot to take in. Um, And you have parents with that assuming, well, I survived, they'll survive. Yes. And they just think, "Um, I did all right at school, they'll be fine. Well, it's very different These days too, when we went to school and I just think there's a lot that's expected of the kids now and, um, yeah, they do need to be better prepared. Um, And it happens so quickly. Before you know it, they're in kindy or they're in prep and you're like, oh, did I – have I taught them enough? Have I showed them enough? Are they ready? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So,
1: have you got any tips then for parents listening um, to help them get their kids better prepared for this transition?
2: Yeah, I think – Just doing a lot of things like be the parent, um, have routines in place, follow up with behaviour and um, start early. Start from very young, all of their teaching them the basics and um, teaching them manners and just it's repetitive and it's ongoing and it's daily. But it's well worth it in the end just to have them better prepared, I think. Um, Reading to them every night i know it's it can be painful and but it's how they learn to read it's how they learn to write it's how they learn so much of their language development just from listening to you read or just from looking at books and um talking to them like you can sound like a crazy person naming everything around you talking about everything but they are little sponges and they learn so much just general knowledge about the world just from you answering all those why questions um be the good role model you want your child to say please and thank you well where are they learning that from are you doing that yourself or um yeah you don't want them sitting on the (laughs) ipad all the time and you're sitting on on your phone all the time like just i don't know i think it's two ways it goes two ways yeah
1: i agree so where can parents find out more information about being better prepared for school
2: um My website, no. So um, I've put a lot of free resources on there. So they can check out a lot of picture books that they can use with their child about starting school or about how to make friends or um, yeah, about developing their social skills or dealing with feelings or um, there's books on separation and just um, even a list of a lot of good children's authors that they can refer to because um, if you're not a teacher or you haven't had a lot of books with your kids or you don't have older children, sometimes you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So those kind of things. Um, I've got lists of those developmental milestones that I talked about before that they can check and see if their child's on the right track or is is there a concern? Should they be um, getting help with their child? Um,
1: So heaps of information there.
2: Yeah, just a lot of stuff that I thought they could go there and it's free and it's stuff that they need and can just refer to it. Whenever they need. So,
1: check it out, www.preppingforschoolsuccess.com. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and for all your insights. I hope that's helped you uh, get your child prepped for school success. Julie Dorr, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you.
0: The weird, the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting.
1: So number one, do you like to have a biscuit with your coffee? Well, Air New Zealand is trialing biscuit coffee cups that can be eaten after the drink has been finished. So the biscuits are vanilla flavored and are made of wheat, flour, sugar, egg and vanilla essence and a natural vanilla flavor. They are leak-proof edible cups and they stay crisp until you've finished your drink. The cups are currently being trialed in some trans-Tasman flights. so there you go. Edible cups, Air New Zealand, worth buying New Zealanders to try one out. Number two, coding is being introduced in more and more educational settings and our society is very technologically focused these days. So learning to code can have huge benefits for our children. So the Mochi system uses Legos, books, blocks, and crafts to teach children the fundamentals of coding. So the kit includes a bear, which is a mochi, and his robot vehicle, coding blocks, a coding board, and story map. So when used together, the coding blocks and boards send messages to mochi's robot uh, transport so that he can travel through the story map. So we'll have a link uh, in our show notes about that if you would like to check it out. It's pretty cool, the mochi system. And did you know your children's school probably has staff there to clean the classrooms, toilets, and school grounds? However, in Japanese schools, the cleaning and tidying is mostly done by the students. From as early as year one, Japanese students sweep and mop classrooms and hallways, dust, and sometimes even clean the bathrooms. And they certainly don't need anyone to clean up after them. Uh, And many also travel to and from school by themselves as well. So that's kids in Japan. Wow, isn't that incredible? No wonder why it's such a beautiful, clean country. Everyone pitches in and helps.
0: If you're loving the Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow PacMag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge.
1: All right. I want you to take up a team sport. Yes. I want you to get some friends together and decide what sport you'd like to play, even if it's just once this week. You could play netball, soccer, basketball. The endless options are there. Uh, It's a great way to socialize, meet new people and get fit. And you may even catch yourself looking forward to regular games and make it a regular part of your life. We all played sport when we were younger. Kids just ruin it for us. We forget to do it and we don't play sport anymore. So I want you to go and play a sport just once this week. Team sport, give it a go and um, see if you want to keep it up. I think it's a great idea.
0: Pack Mag's tip of the week. Tip of the week,
1: denim. It's tough, and a pair of jeans usually lasts up to, you know, several years, if not decades. But when is it time to part with them? Maybe you can hold off. If you've got a bit of sewing knowledge, you can probably repurpose it in another way. So you can turn your old pair of jeans into a tote bag, pencil case, placemats, a pocket organizer, or if you prefer not to sew, you can also turn them into fabric roads or, you know, for toy cars. And it's really easy entertainment and when playtime is over simply roll it up and put it away. So this upcycling helps you save a little money and save a pair of old jeans from ending up in landfill. So there you go, tip of the week. Try and do something with those old jeans instead of
0: getting rid of them. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show?
1: So number one, get your child's eyes and ears checked before starting school. This will avoid the troubles of finding out midterm by the teacher and trying to sort out tests and checks During uh, their schooling years. So if you get it done before they start school, it's a much better idea You can also number two is check out the developmental milestones list before starting school and be sure not to get too caught up in This list. It's just good to check on these milestones and make sure your child isn't two years behind some of the milestones listed It's better to find out now than when it's too late Number three is meal prepping can be a huge lifesaver when school begins. So from early morning starts to soccer training in the afternoon, meal prepping can put you that one step ahead in your morning routine, making it one less thing you have to worry about. And lastly, check out the school that you want to enroll your child at. Is it first and best dressed or do you have to put your child, you know, in by the time they're two? Is there a catchment area? So check out the school while they're younger and work it out so that you can try and get the school of your choice. Well, we've wrapped up another show. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed putting it together for you. Remember, any important links, including that mochi, can be found in the show notes. And you can play all of our previous episodes on our website at pacmag.com. Podcast. A big thank you for Julie for all of her tips and insights on getting our child prep for school success. I hope you got something out of what she had to say. And a big thank you to everyone else, including Good Start Early Learning, for being part of our show. Uh, until next time, happy parenting and don't forget to tell everybody, you heard it on PacMag.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.